afternoon xbox nation hopefully you had an amazing weekend congratulations to all of the chief fans they won the super bowl for the second time in a row i know that crispy bomb probably doesn't have a voice which is not why he's not here because you know sometimes he just shows up uh but uh yeah great game uh looked a little one-sided in the beginning but you know well that's why you don't bet against Mahomes. but folks um we have a great show the next 90 minutes is going to be solid uh gamsley Fuzzy and myself are going to be breaking down some of the big stories that happened over the weekend. Uh, I was hoping for a update to the uh, Xbox business, you know, thingamajig that's supposed to happen. I really thought that that was going to happen via Xbox Wire this morning. I kept checking. Nothing as of yet. Uh, 12.01, here it is at 9 a.m. in California time. I thought that we might have some sort of breaking news, but rest assured, um, whenever it does drop, however that's going to be, whenever that's going to be this week, we are going to be covering it live here on Double Barrel Gaming one way or another. Um, and uh, just a quick uh, programming update. Um, Wednesday is, of course, Valentine's Day. Uh, so what we're not going to be doing is the 7 p.m. version of Primetime Gaming. I'm taking the day off to spend the evening with Mrs. Boom. We're going to catch up with ourselves, have a nice dinner, watch a couple of films, and just chill for the evening. So we will not be having a Primetime Gaming proper Wednesday evening. But I'm going to be keeping my ear to the floor because... If something drops midday or early morning on Wednesday, well, because I'm retired, I can pivot and adjust uh, to uh, potentially do something around 12 p.m. Uh, and, of course, I will put that out there in the socials if I decide to do like an hour stream, whether it's with guests or it's just kind of just chilling by myself, kind of trying to break down the hot button news. Uh, obviously, as we get closer to Wednesday, I will keep you folks updated. But again, Program alert, no primetime gaming. Uh, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna recognize the holiday and kind of just take the day off, so to speak. But I will be here should I need to do something midday. And I I, I just might just for shits and giggles. But folks, we're gonna be talking about some stuff that happened this weekend. Um look, uh, I'm gonna say this. Uh gaming journalists, or at least the ones that I look for and have a tremendous amount of respect for is uh you know it's a smaller circle right not not all gaming journalists uh you know tip of the spear for me jess Corden, window central tom henderson obviously of inside gaming tom warren of the verge uh paul tassie uh again i say this all the time paul i love you we don't always agree brother but i like your writing i like when you put it out there uh forbes um Obviously, one of my favorite places to get news from is, of course, VGC. Andy Robinson runs that site. Um, and, of course, you know, we look we look towards our peers. Uh, Idle Sloth being another tip of the spear, uh, a, a, a content creator, even though it's only content on, on uh, X. But he still is out there. Hazardor Gaming, Peter Ovo, there, there are several uh, that I look to 
uh, to kind of keep us updated and abreast with what is going on. Um, but again, this is more stated towards like uh, something like someone like Nate to hate, which again, he doesn't know who I am. I know who Nate to hate is. I've been watching this stuff for years. Um, he, his original report uh, has now been walked back by him personally. Um, I do have uh, what he said on Twitter. Um, there's a matter of fact, there's a lot of things that have been walked back. Um, Starfield, for instance, not going to PlayStation, apparently. Um, Gears of War. I don't think that should go anyway, but okay. I'm, I'm just glad that there is some sort of like an understanding that some of these suggestions that happened last weekend, you know, seven days later, all over the weekend have now crumbled. Uh, people are walking it back left, right, and center. Um, again, we saw a lot of people get upset. I, I wasn't like, you know, visibly upset. It wasn't personally hurting me. I think why I was a bit concerned is because I built this brand specifically covering Xbox three days a week. So if Xbox takes a shit and everyone gets enchanted, disenchanted with the brand, well, that hurts Mr. Boomstick. Um, those are my concerns. Um, I don't, I mean, I, I care that certain IPs stay behind and be left for Xbox, uh, but we will be getting into, the, into that as well. And the other story that we're going to be covering is the conversation with Phil Spencer and the uh, town hall meeting that he had with employees of Xbox who he had to come out and say, hey, folks, FYI, we're still, we're still making hardware. Don't, don't worry. We're still here. Going to get into that as well, but let's welcome in everybody. Uh, and again, a smaller panel, it's fine. Uh, Gamzee, welcome back, brother. Great to have you here. Uh, I know that when we, when we get to you after we do the intros, you kind of want to just clarify some of the things that you were trying to get across uh, last week, which uh, he talked to me uh, in the green room. Great points of contention. So I want him to kind of put that out there for everyone so he can get his points out into the ether. How you feeling, brother? I'm so I feel good, man. Uh, Foam Stars was amazing. Oh yeah, it came ever. and went. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I thank you for having me on every Monday. I'm super excited, and I'm super excited about these topics. Um, let's let's get to it. Let's hi everybody. I'm Gansy. Yes, All right, yes, absolutely, bro. <laughs> well, it's great to have you here, Fuzzy uh, Belvedere, uh, best bold head in the business. What's going on, dude? How you feeling? So pretty, such a pretty head. <laughs> <laughs> i'm doing great glad to be here with you guys man so many things to get into today this weekend's been kind of wild whether it's uh the super bowl or or just gaming in general it, it's it's been a fun weekend but uh man can't wait to talk about some of these topics looking forward to next week that's my my super bowl with uh daytona 500 but indeed uh, you know. yes that's a big one yeah i saw a lot of people tweeting about that uh, shout out to sith lord who's a big nascar uh, nascar guy uh, he was like, yeah, this Super Bowl, but my Super Bowl is, of course, you know, the 500, which is uh, yeah. Daytona. And, you know, I mean, that, that's that's I mean, it, it doesn't get any bigger. I mean, some some of, you- some of the places that they race are huge, but Daytona yeah. special. Uh, Daytona's oh, yeah. had a lot of really, really big races. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting enough. But uh, listen, folks, uh, before we get into the two topics, I kind of want to give Gamsley the floor. So he can kind of get his point across that he was unable to, you know, to to to. to Get out into the ether. So you last week you were talking about there is something to be said about the games potentially going over to another console 
And they're like you, you were explaining that uh, gamers we're impatient, right? We don't we don't want to wait for anything. That might work to Xbox's uh, favor. Talk about it, brother. Oh yeah. Uh, so just to clarify, I'm gonna make this super quick. Um, I I love Xbox. I hope Xbox stays here, and they will stay here uh, if the reports mean anything. Um, all I was trying to get across is that the games will start to speak, right? Um, mm-hmm. For the same reasons why we go out and you know we say that if all these games start to hit, if all these games start to hit, all these games start to get 90s and whatever, uh, for it'll start to like grow the console, right? That's the uh, speculation, right? Boom, is that if all these games hit, the consoles will be healthy and grow. Um, For that same reason is why I think the stagnation or the uh, stagnated third-party releases or whatever uh, will grow the console. It's just a more long-term thing, and that's what I was just trying to say. Like FOMO, the whole selling point will become like, well, look at maybe... Indiana Jones will get a 90. Okay, the next Indiana Jones 2 on the next console is going to be a 90, or we assume it's going to be a 90. Um, That's the selling point. While PlayStation players have to buy every single title, the titles will be available in Game Pass and playable on Xbox and becomes a big value proposition for double dippers and people that have multiple consoles and so on and so on. So... If all these games start to really shine, um, the like ninety, like seventy percent of players that are casual and didn't even buy an Xbox yet will go to a Clark, uh, go to a store and try to buy a console, and they're going to start selling you Xboxes on pure mindshare and pure like make the game speak for themselves like those playstation players at some point are going to be like oh my god that next game that next game that next four games a quarter are going to start coming out and -hmm. people are going to start to realize that all these things are bangers and for that same reason are going to start pushing you towards a game pass subscribe uh, to, to subscribe to game pass on a pc you might have a phone you might have or the value proposition of a console and that's all i was trying to get at is that the console will not go away because it's just it'll grow slowly with time as these games, these massive games start to plop down and you can't ignore it anymore. That's what I was trying to get across, and I hope that kind of makes sense. It also, absolutely makes sense, yeah. If it was up to me, I want to clarify, if it was up to me, i go Scorched Earth, and I would put every Call of Duty on Xbox only and do it that way. But sadly, we have regulatory bodies that will not allow that to happen. And, you know, Xbox has to find a another way to grow above console gamers. And this is how you do it. But the byproduct of growing above consoles, going everywhere, is that the console still stays and grows steadily. Like, that's part of it. That That's always going to be part of it. Because the value proposition at one point will be just so impossible to ignore that people that are hopping onto uh, this generation when they were in last generation uh, will will be like, yeah, why not get an Xbox? If I like Xbox games, if I'm an Xbox guy, why not get an Xbox the next generation? Anyway, that's that's no, where I want to stop because I don't want to go over and over. No, no, no. It's it, 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 thank you for the clarification. Makes perfect sense. I, I think you're onto something regarding uh, you know, once the, the, the and that, that's what a lot of us were saying. They gotta they meaning Xbox has to give these cha- these games a chance to breathe. 
Mm-hmm. You got you got to let people get jealous a little bit about oh they this platform has this game and yeah sure you can get it on PC but you can't get it on PlayStation and you can't get it on, on Nintendo so if you want that experience well then you can either play on your five thousand uh, dollar rig that most PlayStation gamers say that they have uh, or you buy an Xbox now what is it what you know what, what is that Xbox is that Xbox Series X S or or, or are we talking about the next one well. We will see. We're going to get into that as well. But thank you for so much for the clarification. Let me just get over to the chat. Uh, we got three super chats here. Well, actually, two super chats, and of course, Highlander 001 Chi Wiz, dude. He gifts another five double barrel gaming memberships. That is incredibly kind of you, sir. You continue to bless us with the with this kind of uh support, and we and we are incredibly grateful for it. Uh Andre Doyle. Drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, what's up, y'all? Amazing game and movie trailers. Yeah, dude, that that uh, that uh, Deadpool and Wolverine trailer looks good. And I watch uh, uh, Josh from the Den of Nerds. Uh, he's a pretty, pretty sized YouTuber. Uh, and I watch him. And, of course, Charlie from Emergency Awesome. That dude's got like almost 5 million subscribers. I love Charlie. He's a good dude. Those are my two go-to for when it comes to the Marvel DC comic nerd news. Uh, if you're not subscribed to them, you definitely should check that out. Uh, Michael Mooney drops a very generous five-pound super chat and says, hats off to a certain confectionery company for summing the ex- uh, for summing the Xbox community last night, LOL. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think I know what you mean, Michael, but yeah, I mean, look, it, it's, it's fine. Um, be an Xbox fan, be a PlayStation fan, like them all like I do. I, I mean, like I'm having a great time with Helldivers, even though all day yesterday I couldn't get in because the servers were narfed. It's a oh, little man, annoying, but uh, <laughs> it, it, so I, Helldivers is so much fun. And I play mm-hmm. with randos. I can't wait to play with like the Pong Souls and Steel Reigns of the world where they can kind of I'm, I'm only level six, but it's it's a it's a fun game and it's hard as hell, uh, but it's fun. Yeah, uh, JD Gamer drops a very generous five dollar super chat. He says Microsoft isn't giving up billions of dollars in thirty percent fees that they got every time a third party game is sold on the console. So don't expect that to happen. Yeah, see that that's the other mm-hmm. thing. I, I'm glad JD yep. brings that up. That's a phenomenal point. I think that really does make the most sense because think about this for a second, folks. They put games on PlayStation. They put them on Steam. They put them on Nintendo. They're getting 70%, which is great. But wouldn't they want 100%, right? Like of, of, of like full profit? And the way you do that is you have, well, you have your own console, your own hardware. And whenever you put out a game, you're not licensing anything. You're literally just putting it on your hardware because you own it. And you're getting 100% of that monies. So it makes no sense for them to get out of the hardware business. As a matter of fact, let's get right to that story Fuzzy, I'm going to do you first on this. Uh, again, this story comes to us, Forbes.com, written by who I just talked about moments ago, Paul Tassi. And the headline here is, Phil Spencer promises employees they won't stop making Xbox consoles. Uh, I, I find that to be a little strange to be at. He had to actually clarify that, but okay, let's go with it. Um, he says this in the story, reading verbatim from the report. In the wake of swirling rumors about large chances uh, changes coming, to, Xbox, to Microsoft's Xbox business with an official announcement next week, meaning this week, 
it seems that there, there is already some internal damage control to be done. Journalist Shannon Liao, uh, L-I-A-O, reports that there was a town hall at Xbox this past Tuesday in which Phil Spencer, head of Microsoft Gaming, assured employees that they were not getting out of the console hardware market and would continue to make Xboxes going forward. Xbox strategy continues to employ multiple kinds of devices, he said. Now, the the, the article goes on to say... Um, the purpose of the announcement next week seems to be an in, uh, it seems to be a, to introduce this philosophy, but it seems unlikely Microsoft will actually do this with all of its games. The ones that seem almost certain are Hi-Fi Rush and Sea of Thieves, but recent but recently a rumor about Starfield, which of course we're going to get into, that has now been debunked. Uh, and also others remain about the other rumors remain about Indiana Jones and Gears of War being uh, in consideration for multi-platform releases. And I think that both of those also are off the table. Uh, Fuzzy, look, um, the fact that they had to have a town hall meeting tells me that once again, Xbox has failed in their messaging. Uh, if there is one thing that annoys the F out of me, with Microsoft and specifically Xbox is the lack of judgment, the lack of direction, the lack of understanding where you effed up before. Like, I don't understand, folks, how the hell we continue to get here when they have made this mistake more times than I have hands and toes to count on. Like, it is it is crazy. And fingers. Yeah, well, I mean, they, 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 there you go. It's, 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 it's to me. It is just, how do we get here? How do you continue to step on these rakes when, again, I've heard this by many, many Xbox players. And listen, I'm not being a D, right? Like I'm just being, I'm being forthcoming. I'm being transparent. I'm being honest. As an Xbox centric channel, yes, we do have some multi plat shows, but we're we're mostly Xbox guys and gals here, right? That's fine. It's great. The rake stepping that continues to go on fuzzy is is frustrating. Yeah. Um, and I, I I I'll say this in 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 defense of Xbox, you can't respond to every rumor that True. Nate the Hate puts out there, or you get in from like an Xbox era who is a phenomenal news news uh, news site. Obviously, mm-hmm. there are peers, right? The Xbox era with John with with, with, with you know with um. Special Nick, amazing. Great people over there. Uh, Jesse Norris, their reviewer, phenomenal. Great human being. Um, They reported on something. People started throwing the spears at them. Don't do that. They reported on what they got on a tip. It's not happening. Okay, so we can take a breath of fresh air. My my, my point is this, Fuzzy. Okay, so he has a town hall meeting, right? Mm -hmm. Consoles aren't going anywhere. We already kind of knew that based on the leaks. Yeah. Uh, we already know, and it's just thanks to not for me. I don't have a connection as big as Mag, but Middle Age Game Guy came on last last week's primetime and was like, "Hey, update, folks! Uh, there are two new consoles. One is going to be a portable. One's going to be the big the big boy under the box, you know, underneath the TV. Don't worry, your, your consoles are safe." But 
with that said, coming from Mag, obviously some people had some questions. Why the rake stepping, dude? Like, I, I, I don't get <laughs> it, man. I, I'm, I'm so frustrated with them sometimes. I, I think, at least from my experience with being in a corporate environment, sometimes being a big organization is a blessing and a curse. Yep. When you're in a big organization, not everybody is key to the direction of the company. They might have the overall mission statement understood, but things are always fluid and, and can you know change. So there could be certain individuals that were privy to a meeting where they discussed maybe a, a, a few options or alternate routes that they were looking at because certain numbers weren't met before or, or certain goals weren't reached. And usually like you, whenever you have goal meetings, there's kind of like a plan B and possibly a plan C, D and E that are discussed in that, in that, um, you know, occasion. And then when those goals aren't met and you're at that, you know, time where you have to change direction or possibly adjust things, some people might not be on board. Some people might only hear half of the on board and think that it's happening tomorrow when it might be two years out, five years out or 10 years out. So some of their rake stepping is not just the communication with their, their customer base, but also within their walls. But then again, a, a organization or a company that big, you can't always, you know, have everything crystal clear to every employee. It's, it's just, it's usually on like a need to know basis kind of thing. In many cases, that doesn't always stay the case. Like somebody might talk to one of their friends at lunch or, you know, somebody that's working remote that they thought should be aware of this might, you know, get an email or or a phone call or something like that. So they're, they're going to step on rakes. Just it's the nature of being a big corporation in, in general. But like when you compare it to like Sony and PlayStation or PlayStation and, and Nintendo, they step on rigs too. It's just that maybe not on as big of a scale, but then again, they're not on the same scale as Microsoft. So it, it, it comes with the, the size of the company. But outside of that, I, I think it shows that there is a little bit of an internal struggle. I don't know if, and I, I use the, the uh, I, I guess the accounting team, I, I've re always referred to them as bean counters. Yeah, but, me too. You know, the, 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 yeah. For, for fun, if, if, it's the bean counters that want everything everywhere because they don't see the forest from the trees yeah, when it comes to the fan base. Right. They're not part of gaming. They just look at numbers and profit and shareholders and things like that. That's all they care about. The Xbox team themselves understand the fan base, but sometimes their hands are kind of tied. Like if the person that's signing everybody's check, Satya says something, you only have but so much wiggle room that you can either talk them down from it or just suck it up and drive on kind of thing. So I, I think part of that, that town hall meeting was because of the internal struggle, like that, that rumor stuff got out of hand and, and there was a lot of like, it almost seemed like there was one upmanship between, you know, news journalists or, or content creators as far as, Oh, I heard this, well, I heard that. And, you know, things from five years ago that probably were dead on arrival back five years ago were brought up, like Jeff Grubb bringing up Sea of Thieves. Like, if that was three years ago, how does that necessarily pertain to what Nate the Hate was saying now? Like, all of this stuff seemed to just spur out of control. And yes, we look at Microsoft and say, hey, they probably should have responded, but to respond to everything, like, the batteries in the controller, the Series S being a potato. The, I mean, there's so many things that they, I'm pretty sure, would love to respond to. But whether it's just the time and effort to have the marketing focus on all that stuff, 
like even Stein said, it, it was it, it it would take a lot of resources and it'd be exhausting to answer every possible rumor. Like like now we have the the stuff about the chipset, which well not just the chipset, but the Surface Group versus you know uh, Ron, Jason Ronald and stuff like that. Which Jason Ronald being promoted to VP, if the Surface Group is helping with that, or if this portable might fall under the Surface Group it's still going to be some of his internals and the surface group would be focused on the packaging. So there, there could be a, a, you know, cooperative effort made. It's just that he might be the one that gets the final say on the specs, you know, provided it's within budget and surface just has to package it accordingly and things like that. So you right. have that stuff. And then you have the whole Intel chipset. Should they go Intel? Should they, you know, stay, uh, stay with AMD? Do they go ARM? Do they go AMD? Yeah. 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 A lot of choices to be made there. I mean, and it's, everything can be even said with like the Nintendo switch. I'm assuming it's still going to be Nvidia from rumors and things like that, but will Nintendo go for the big boy, you know, tech or will they, you know, just do more of that? Like people believe more of an incremental bump where, you know, DLSS might be a help, but it won't be like on current day cards or even previous gen cards, uh, you know, capabilities and things. So th- there's so many moving parts. And I think having that town hall meeting is to make sure that Rome isn't burning to the employees that have to sit at the desk because n- nothing's worse than hearing rumors of possibly your department going away. And and typically, if you're in that type of industry, the tech industry in general, when you start hearing rumors like that, you're putting your resume elsewhere. So to hang on to talent before anything even happens or even anything is announced, the best thing to do is to put your employees at, at ease so they don't leave. I guess that would be the priority internally. And then, you know, externally will be to, you know, calm the, the customer base as well. But we'll see when that actually lands, whether it's the beginning of this week, the middle of this week, or the end of this week, I, I kind of thought it would probably be the end of this week, just because, you know, Friday is typically the day for bad news. And let's see if it's a Friday delivery kind of thing. Uh, I know a lot of people based on his tweet assumed it would be today kind of deal. But I, I always assume that, you know, maybe it's Friday just because, you know, people already have a bad taste in their mouth just from the rumors. We'll, we'll see how it's, it pans out. But having that town hall meeting, I, I think it's to maintain talent. To, to, you know, show that whatever internal struggle is going on, because you have to realize there was somebody in inside the house making the phone call to other people or, or you know, leaking this information out, possibly intentionally to bring this, you know, internal struggle to the forefront. So that way, maybe the higher ups could, you know, adjust things or whatever the case may be. But um, I think his his, you know, town hall meeting is just more so to make sure everybody is retained. Nobody's jumping ship before yep. there's even, you know, a sight of an iceberg or anything like that type of deal. But it it do it does suck that they seem to step on rakes repeatedly. But I don't think it's as much that they step on rakes repeatedly as it is the gaming media has a hyper focus on everything they do. So even the smallest thing seems like a rake as opposed to something like what when you know, Crunchyroll and, and Funimation, that should yeah. be more of a hyper-focus, but it's it's not mainstream as far as the, the gaming media is concerned, so it doesn't really, you know, get seen as much, and it it doesn't become this... It doesn't it's get also anti-Sony. Talk about digital yeah, yeah, ownership yeah. And God, stuff. Yeah, God forbid they should come out against Sony by any way or shape or form. Mm-hmm. They'll just get blacklisted. So that's why, they, yeah. they, like cowards, uh, they stay quiet. 
Yeah, yeah and I mean, I've noticed even with the Helldivers 2 thing, like there's no like in review number preview, nope. right? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. No, no, oh, there's it's a lot of things. Even with Helldivers, I'm I'm enjoying the heck out of it as well. But me too. You know, fun. the server thing, like the the games as a service is bad when it's any other game but a PlayStation game. Indeed. I mean, I, we'll see if that continues, but uh, it just feels weird that you know the gaming media has this hyper focus on everything Xbox does. Xbox can fart, and it's like they're polluting the air. And you know, if yeah. Sony did it, it's like oh, you know, they're helping the environment. It's like. Yeah, what are we exactly. doing here? But, Pretty ridiculous. But you know, we'll see when when Phil makes the final announcement or or this business update announcement. But you know, the town hall I think was more so to make sure people aren't you know abandoning ship over a rumor that might even be rampant inside their walls. I think it's kind of to put things at rest at least for the employee base for now, and hopefully he takes care of customer base you know this week. Yeah, I mean, listen, we don't, we don't know when. I, and again, I, I'm going to sit here and be saying I was part of the problem because I assumed you really shouldn't do that. It was going to be today, based on the way of the wording. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they were going to wait. And, and again, we don't know. I mean, it could, it, it's still only twelve thirty. It, it could release today. It yeah. Could release tomorrow. It could be Wednesday for all we know. <laughs> Who knows at True. this point? Um, but Gamsley, let's let's bring you in on the conversation. Obviously, uh, the town hall meeting needed to be done because there was confusion. Uh, there was confusion. I mean, obviously, if there's confusion out in the masses of the public, meaning us, the consumers, um, so, some of the employees are going to need some clarifications because they're, they're. I'm sure that they're reading, or they're hearing. You know, they're, they're, I would imagine if you work for Xbox, you probably are a gamer. Why would you want to work there otherwise? I'm sure that they're reading the tabloids. I'm sure that they're reading the conversations that people are having online. Hell, they may be having those conversations themselves. Um, good idea to have the town hall meeting. Uh, again, we don't have the full breakdown of what it was. We do have uh, the fact that he assured the employees that Xbox is going to have a machine. Uh, obviously, they are currently working uh, to have uh, multiple machines, according to the, the report uh good bad or otherwise what do you think yeah oh man first off i'm i'm really excited so they're trying to expand right that's what we've been talking about they're they're really trying to expand and trying to reach as many people that that usually to me is like a good sign and i know that we're in a, a very uh iffy place and we like to think that they're gonna go away and stuff like that for some reason but i i think this is all good news uh on the front of like Look, the Surface team, um, the Surface line uh, isn't as good as they expected, right? They they didn't see uh, healthy growth in that segment. And it's just like, well, if you have the teams and you have a growth, so you have your consoles or your uh, Xbox um, side growing, you, you want to take your talent and try to aim them there. And, and fuzzy, your beautiful head said it best. Um, I, I think it's a good thing like that. The service team is being involved with making hardware. Uh, they do some good work. Uh, their software team needs a little bit of adjustment, but like who else is going to make a portable more like, who else is going to have the insight to make windows shrinkable into a coherent experience in a handheld more than the surface team, right? That's what they do. They do windows, they do that sort of stuff. So combining the two efforts is a good thing to me. And I don't see why or how 
uh, it's a bad thing at all. Um, so good on that front. Uh, do you agree or no? No, I, 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 I do. I, I, I think okay, that there, cool. there's something, there's definitely something to be said about if someone's going to make a shrink down version. I mean, again, mm -hmm. and I, I think we saw a story that was dropped. I don't have it in front of me. I'd have to pull it up, but that AI is going to play a big part in yeah. graphics. Uh, that makes perfect sense, uh -huh. which is why they spent so much uh, investment into uh, open AI and why mm -hmm. it's uh, becoming a big part of what they're probably going to do in the future. Yeah. And, and that's exciting to me. And like fuzzy said, it's the packaging and all that stuff. It's, it, it's just, it just makes sense if you're going to double down on Xbox, which I think they have doubled down on Xbox. And I see, I know, I, I certainly think they know that that's going to grow a lot and to reach more people, you got to put your foot forward. Um, so when you start hearing these rumors and they start to make it to the top, which good on you guys, good, good on everybody in the chat and the, the sane, reasonable people that don't yell in spaces. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to call them spaces. Because <laughs> those spaces do nothing, by the way. Uh, they pop in, they pop out, and they don't listen to you. But the 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 people that have a calm mind and really are pushing the narrative and the, the outlets that, that did try to be like, hey, look, this is a bad idea. Here's why, you know, Jez Corden uh, gets a little bit in his feelings a lot, but he put out that article because it reaches the top and it reaches the top because of us, right? Like we are the fans. He's a fan. They, they, we want to push the bad narrative because we don't want that thing to happen. We don't want exclusives on PlayStation, et cetera, et cetera. So they, they try to speak as loud as possible. So good on you guys for making it up there. Uh, they hear you. I don't think it was ever a thing, but yeah, if you're Phil Spencer and you get word that like this, this like crazy doomsday is coming and, and it's not, you got to get out there and be like, Hey, look, um, look what we're doing. This is what we're doing. Uh, don't stress. We're in the hardware business. I don't think there's anything we we're telling them to be like, to talk. Well, that's exactly what he's doing. He's trying to reassure his team. Um, to stay calm and we're fine and that's what he did and when it comes to us as the consumers we're not supposed to know any of this exists so uh that is always terrible for messaging and <laughs> terrible for a corporation and terrible for people like insomniac that now has their whole freaking roadmap out in the open and 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 people could criticize and do whatever they want with it and spread rumors like it, it did hurt the last of us too did it not right the rumors Indeed. of last of us too and, and the leaks of last of us too ruined the hell out of that game got everybody angry that they didn't even buy the game by the way um it, it's just it, that's how rumors work and leaks work it's really bad for you and they're trying to get ahead of it and we're gonna find out very shortly um what's gonna happen and i believe that it's gonna be case by case that might not be good for you but microsoft wants to grow and you have to do that and the reason why nintendo doesn't do that and sony doesn't do that is because they can't do that they can't afford to have something like a game pass that's a juggernaut and bleeds money and gets into your mind and has <laughs> could control you like that they don't have the money to do that they have to stick to the old ways they have to stick to the Let's sell out of cart, blah, blah, blah. They can't afford that. They can't compete with that. Microsoft right now is making their own lane and they see growth, right? They see it. Phil Spencer himself said in interviews, it's like Nintendo doesn't even know, like they're, they're hesitant to get out of their, out of their comfort zone, but it's going to happen. 
And right now, Microsoft's ahead. So Microsoft is doing all of this preemptively. They know what's coming, or we'd like to think they know what's coming. And the other two are going to be really late to the party when that mind share starts to spread like wildfire. You know, when we start to associate every Call of Duty game with Xbox, and we start to associate all like four games a quarter, some might be 90s, some might be 80s, but all these games are going to hit and land and whatever. When that starts to happen, everybody else is going to be in the backseat being like, shit, we have to, we have to expand the PC. <laughs> we have to expand the PC to compete and grow. We have to expand to other places. They're never going to, maybe they will, will be reluctant to go to, you know, PC handhelds because that's going to also be associated with Xbox. Uh, maybe they're going to be, you know, hesitant to go into Xbox ecosystems, but they're going to have to to grow or die very slowly. And Xbox knows that. So yeah. don't worry your pretty little heads, boys. Uh, Xbox is going to win. Don't worry. Just in another way and in their own lane. And that's that's good for us. We get to play really good games. And at an affordable price. Uh, a perfect example exactly. of what Gamsley is uh, talking about is look what happened on Steam over the weekend. Uh, we saw a game that released on PlayStation at the same time of Steam and that of Helldivers 2. And you know what's crazy? We have learned that more people are playing Helldivers 2 and exclusive on Steam than they're playing on PlayStation 5. I'm playing on PlayStation 5 because I don't have a PC to run it. And even if I did, I, I wouldn't use it. I, I'm a console gaming kind of a guy. So... I'm always going to play on uh, console versus PC. Even if I had a $5,000 rig, it'd be sitting here collecting dust. Uh, I mean, great, great points all around from both Gamsley and, of course, Fuzzy. Uh, let me catch up with some of these Super Chats in here, and then we will uh, talk about uh, some of the, the conversations happening with the gaming's media uh, this weekend, specifically uh, kind of power-focused on Nate the Hate, uh, who had a lot to say on the socials. I see some people... Out here, uh, uh, you know, talking about uh, Xbox era, not walking it back. That's right. They did get out there and say they're not walking back the Starfield report because they got it from someone they trust. Okay, great. You know, maybe that's going to happen. Maybe it's not going to happen. Uh, but we'll, we'll get into all of that moment in, in uh, you know, moments. Um, JD Gamer drops an additional $5 super chat. And he says, interesting thought. What if bi the big play was creating another tier to Game Pass or uh, and or uh, curating it in a way that changes day and date exclusives or ABK games? Um, I mean, I my 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 thought is this: um, too many tiers or too many chefs ruin the soup. Um, I think too many tiers would be too confusing. I like what they have. Um, I don't think that there is a world where they can, in fact, walk back day and date for anything. Uh, the way that we have been uh, conditioned as Xbox uh, Game Pass subscribers is that if it's first party, it's in their day and date. That That is what we have been taught. That is the preachings, if you will. They're not trying to be facetious here, but that is what they have been telling us as consumers uh, for the, since the inception. And mind you, Game Pass wasn't day and date until 2018. It launched in 2017, and then they realized, hey, we, we have something here. If we can offer day and date of our stuff, uh, it makes I me mean, look. I'm not a business analyst, folks. What the heck do I know? But in my personal opinion, 
What makes more sense to you? Paying the 70 bucks for an Xbox game and you get your 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 your, your one sale. Boom, there's your 7643 if you buy it here in New Rochelle, New York. Great. Awesome. You bought a game. Or said gamer, well, let's say the casual market. What what how 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 many games does the casual market buy per year, would you think? What, two, three? On a on a great year when they're when they have a PlayStation, they're buying a Spider-Man, a GTA, a 2K, right? A Madden, and and what three or Call of Duty? So they buy they buy three games. Three games, 180 bucks, right? For the uh, the, the or, or I'm sorry, 210, 70 bucks a game, uh, 210 dollars. What makes more sense? And if you are a gamer that understands that budgets are a thing for you personally, not everyone falls into the same bracket. But I've said this before. What why I find Game Pass so fascinating is that regardless of your financial station, you can afford to be in that. Uh, you know, versus buying your kids every game that comes out. Like say you're a parent, whether you're a single parent or uh, or, or or you have your you know your husband, the wife, whatever, working. Games are expensive, and one of the first things we know that has to go is entertainment. Um, so what makes more sense for a gamer or a parent that's going to buy games for their kids? Do I get them this Game Pass thing that's $16.99 a month, and they get all these games, and they're happy, versus buying two or three games a year, right? So um, I don't know. Uh, it, it, it's going to be interesting to see where these things go. Um, I hope, JD Gamer, that there is they, they they do not try. I don't think they're going to. I don't think there's going to be a walk back in day and date. I don't. I, I, and in regards to another tier, I mean, I guess it's possible. Maybe there is a lower tier for not day and date in six months. I don't think they really need to do that. I think if they add too many tiers, it's going to be confusing as all hell. At least in my opinion. Um, Ultron Quake drops a very generous $2 super chat and he says, what's that game on the screen? It looks great. This is Motorfest from Ubisoft. Very Horizon-like. Now, is it better than Horizon? The answer is no, it is not. But it is a good racer. And, well, it was in my, my subscription, so I didn't have to pay for it. I'm paying $18 a month, whatever it is, and I've gotten my... I think I've got my 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 worth out of Ubisoft Plus. I, I quite like it. Um, we have here Gamer by Choice drops a very generous $5 super chat. And he says this. I like Xbox talks to us. And I hope that all of these leaks and fan behavior don't make Xbox silent in the future. Fan reactions may make Xbox cautious. That's an interesting thought and theory. I've I've seen several people actually say, you know. The backlash, and it was on a lot of levels, folks. I mean, a perfect example of someone that was, listen, he feels how he feels. He ain't wrong. Talking about Tim Dog. Tim Dog is an Xbox dude through and through. And he, whether you agree with Tim's take or you disagree with Tim's take, that is what fandom looks like. Now, you can call him an extremist. You can call him an, an extreme fan. Whatever you want to call him, fine. Um, but that is a diehard Xbox fan. Same thing with Clobriel. Clobriel was so so pissed off. The guy was like, you know what? I'm going to 
I'm going to retire my, my branding. I'm not even going to be bothered anymore because I do all this extra work for Xbox. I don't get paid for it. And uh, they're treating me like a second-class citizen. Now, he didn't say that. I'm just paraphrasing how he obviously wanted to step take a step back from what he does. And he what Clobriel does in the community, Xbox community specifically, is phenomenal work, right? Like, who doesn't like Clobriel? Uh, he actually followed me last year. Holy shit, that's crazy. Um, and I'm proud of that. But thankfully, uh, he's not going anywhere, so that's that's good news. And so is Tim Dog. Tim Dog is not going anywhere either. He uh, he put out a, a, a reflections tweet. You should definitely go check it out. You know, whether you like it or you dislike it, it's, it's entirely up to you. Um, I want to go right back to Fuzzy. Uh, Fuzzy, I I have some tweets in front of me here. Now there were a lot of conversation with different journalists, different outlets, Xbox era being one of them. Xbox era came out and said, Hey folks, listen, we're not walking back shit as they should. If they, if they have, they trust their source, which they, they, they came out and said they do, then they shouldn't have to walk it back. Now, whether it happens or it doesn't, meaning Starfield goes to PlayStation, I have no idea. Now we do have some information from Nate to hate that that's not happening. But we also have some conversation with Tom Henderson and Nate DeHay. So I want to want to take a, 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 a few few minutes to kind of just read through the tweets because you know how I feel about this stuff. I like bringing these conversations into uh, what we do here because obviously it is evidence evidence based, right? Yeah, I'm not shooting from the hip and making this stuff up. I'm reading you what, what what's out there on the social. So I have here. Okay, now this is this is Nate DeHay. He says this, Fuzzy, I can only speak for myself concerning Starfield, but info on my side does not doesn't support the reports of Starfield being destined for PlayStation 5. Was it considered? Perhaps. I don't have any insight on that matter. So Tom Henderson actually responds to him uh, and says, and obviously Tom Henderson was out there reporting this. He says, genuinely curious on what the info on your side entails, because going from absolute confidence to denial in five days must be significant. And whichever way it lands, there has to be some questions in regards to your sourcing and what you consider appropriate to report. So Nate responds with this, and he says, saw the report and reacted as I had been hearing similar for a couple of reli- from a couple of reliable contacts. It wasn't something I was going to touch until I had a better window on release, t- release timing, and that's how I should have kept it. Okay, so now we have some more here. This is from Tom Henderson responding. He says, make of this what you will, but speaking with a few folk over there, they, in parentheses, Xbox, was very surprised at the extent of the rumors because nothing was set in stone apart from C- C- uh, um, Hi-Fi Rush and Thief- Sea of Thieves from what I have gathered. He goes on to say this, folks. Honestly sounds like, for the most part, it has been a prime example of Chinese whisperers, which I don't even know what, that he, what, he's, what he means by that, or people just making shit up. Uh, to capitalize off the hysteria. It will be interesting to see what is said because these rumors seem to be fueling 
decisions that might need more time in the oven, so to speak. Um, I mean, let's see what I, I, I well, let me let me bring up Iron Claw Gaming on Twitter mm-hmm. or X. Um, and obviously he also had this this clipped the the first uh, conversation between Nate the Hate and ha- and uh, Tom Henderson, uh, and um, he says what this teaches us is that there are no reliable sources of information for Xbox news outside of Xbox. If you see anything that isn't posted by Xbox, it's definitely a scam posted by bad faith actors. Um, I mean, I, I mean, a perfect example, and, and I appreciate Iron Claw Gaming. Uh, I follow him; he follows me. Um, I don't necessarily believe that full that statement fully, only because I know the middle aged game guy who does have, in fact, a source. Uh, obviously, he on XNC, which is uh, um, the show with uh, Colt Eastwood on Mondays, uh, had a lot to say. Then he came back with a bit of an update. Uh, for primetime gaming uh, last Wednesday, where he confirmed that not only were there two hardware specs that they're currently working on, one is a portable, a uh, very Switch-like according, and of course the you know the 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 the, the box underneath the TV. But he also confirmed, uh, which I did not know, is that there is uh, these consoles are going to be digital only, and for anyone that wants to play their games, supposedly according to mag source there is going to be an external drive that you plug in giving you the ability to play your discs again i trust mag he wouldn't get he doesn't blow smoke up anyone's ass uh, and uh this is he trusts his source so even though i appreciate iron Claw gaming i understand that some things you want confirmation from xbox as you should but then sometimes things do leak and I don't can't I can't say who Xbox ever talked to. Hell, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know I don't know him personally, Nate the Hate, but it's pretty reliable. Um, and some of the re- reporters that I talked about that I are my go-to guys, like a Tom Henderson, when they kind of report something, I mean, I don't take it as gospel. I, I take everything with a grain of salt. But if they're reporting it, I, I'm. I'd like to believe that they are onto something or they have connections. So this this thing got all gummed up fuzzy yeah. um a lot of walkbacks uh mm-hmm. since you know this thing broke last saturday to this saturday seven days of complete madness um one of the things that i found to be sad you know me folks i'm all about peace love and happiness right uh, I'm, I'm all about that yobi life yobi i love you brother i know you're in the chat um peace life love right I, i'm all about that life the some of the fighting that went on between Xbox players, uh, it was just it was hard to watch, folks. I'm going to be honest with you. No names. We don't name names here. Um, hard to watch. Hard to read. I kind of put the phone down. Um, I just couldn't take it much more. Like I'm here five days a week for you guys and gals, and I love it. Now will never change. But some of the stuff, man, it was it was tough to read. Honestly. Um, Let's get your take on these walkbacks, man. Um, I know that we are seeing from multiple sources that uh, Xbox was a bit taken aback by these rumors spiraling out of control. It went from two games to freaking the kitchen sink and everything that hasn't even been announced yet. Yeah. Um, what, what, what do you, what, what, I mean, again, 
conversational podcast. Go crazy with this this one. This was this this is the meaty one, folks. This is what you've been waiting for. What are your thoughts? Well, I'll start off with something I said shortly after the um, the Dev Direct, or maybe it was just before the Dev Direct. I, I said there's probably going to be a FUD storm brewing. Yep. Um, and it's one of those things where whenever there's good Xbox news, there's always some sort of counter. Now, Sony used to be good at being the counter. Um, Xbox releases a game. Sony talks about, oh, we got this game exclusive now, or we're going to release you know, this game that's not a remaster uh, to kind of, you know, squash the Xbox news to some extent, or, oh, Xbox, we, we sold a million copies of this game. And then PlayStation be like, we sold 120 million consoles. You know, they, they always used to be good at trying to squash the news cycle for Xbox. And since they're kind of on their back foot at this point, it seems like the gaming media is kind of helping them by addressing narratives that whether they're made up or partial truths, half truths, whatever, zero truths, whatever the case may be, it seems like these narratives go flying off the rails. And kind of like what we saw last week, a lot of it I felt was kind of like one-upmanship. Like, oh, you got a scoop. Well, I have an even bigger scoop. And it's like there are certain things that should have, you know, ticked off people's radar or set up red flags. Like when Halo and Gears start getting mentioned, um, that probably should have been like the end of listening to those individuals. Um, just because it, I, I can imagine even Satya knows better than that. Uh, regardless of what the number guys in the business will say and say, Oh, look at this flow chart and this, this pie chart here. I think even he would understand at least those are like sacred, you know, never, never across that type of line kind of thing. So, a lot of the walk back, I think, was everybody getting caught up in the craziness. Like it was a developing story, just like when you see whether it's you know, a, a hostage situation or you see, you know, an earthquake and 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 stuff like that. Like you're 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 glued to the TV, or most of us were glued to our phones, just seeing it unfold or unravel right in front of us. So, I think a lot of this walk back has to do with people kind of getting caught up in the moment. And it got to the point where I think almost anything seemed believable if it came from certain individuals and some of their sources, I like, I have very few sources in the know, uh, but there are certain things that just seem like they didn't really make that much sense. Um, as far as the Starfield aspect, I, I think some people forget to take timing into account. Was Starfield at one point considered to be on PlayStation? Yes, absolutely. In fact, PlayStation tried to get that as a an exclusive, uh, just like they did with you know Deathloop and and Ghostwire Tokyo. Although I yep. think they were going for full exclusive as opposed to timed exclusive, but there was a time where there was a PlayStation development for that game, so it coming to PlayStation was on the to do list at some point. Has that changed since the acquisition? I would think so. Uh, have they re-looked at that situation? I I have my doubts. Or if they did, it was like, hey, will this give us or put us in better favor with the FTC? And somebody was probably like, no, Lena Khan hates us no matter what we do. Let's not even go there. And that was probably the end of the conversation. <laughs> so there are a lot of things that I, I think... And I, I remember this from when Jeff Grubb said that, you know, Hi-Fi Rush didn't meet certain expectations. And I almost feel like 
Xbox at that point wanted to find out who his source was behind closed doors. So I, I, you noticed he was kind of quiet on Xbox stuff for a while because I, I have a feeling they were like, we're going to find this mole. And then maybe some of this stuff is part of that. Maybe we'll see somebody's LinkedIn changed here in, in the next week or two, if it hasn't already. But, you know, I, I think they, that if some of these things were put out there, maybe it was to draw attention to, all right, who did we tell specifically that gears would come over? Oh, it was, you know, somebody on team B and, oh, in this building or over at this studio. All right, let, let's uh, bring them in for a Friday meeting, a meeting uh, discussing their, their, uh, um, you know, performance as a recent kind of thing. Um, but I, I, a lot of this stuff, I think the walkbacks probably come from the fact that either their sources were fed false information or they forgot to do what typical or, or most journalists would do, at least ones that I grew up watching in the 80s and 90s and stuff, where you would have to verify between two separate sources. If you can't get cooperation between two separate sources, you don't report it. It doesn't even get mentioned. Once you have two sources, then it's mentioned as, well, this is a possibility or it's presented as, well, this is what we're hearing. And then it doesn't become a mainstream story until you have like five or six verifiable sources. And that's something where you would have to verify with maybe five or six people within the walls of Xbox, not just somebody that knows somebody or is the uncle or cousin or the you know third you know brother-in-law removed kind of crap or whatever you want to call it. Uh, type of deal. So credibility, uh, I, I just feel like when it comes to anything relating to Xbox, there's this, this fearlessness that what's Microsoft going to do to me if I get something wrong? But on the flip side of things, they know what's going to happen if it's Sony. They're going to be blackballed. They're not going to get review copies. They won't get you know information on upcoming events or, or be able to attend upcoming events. They know if they get something wrong with Sony, Sony's going to retaliate or or address it directly with that individual. Xbox, they don't they don't do anything, or at least it doesn't seem that way. Uh, you you say something wrong or get a story wrong that you know you know damages the brand, you're welcome to the cookout next week. Like maybe that's that's their their flaw uh, as far as trying to be open and and welcoming. But um, yeah, a lot of the walkback I think was just. Some people making stuff up or some people adding on to what they already heard to make it more of an attractive story. Like what better way to get clicks on your site if you just mentioned Starfield, the game that they said was exclusive where Game Pass exists? Oh, well, it was considered. Well, yeah, it was considered before Xbox acquired them. I'll just throw that in there, but I won't address the fact that it was before Xbox acquired them. It was just that it was considered at some point. So now that's reportable and they'll, they'll be like, Oh, well, you know, I, I got it wrong, but um, I don't know. I, I, I knew something was going to come up, but I didn't think it was this because yeah, some of those sources did seem legit, but to the extent of how far it got. Yeah. I can understand why Xbox was like, yeah, that we, we were talking about maybe one or two titles and they got like 30 plus titles mixed into the, the whole mix. So yeah, I can understand Xbox being, you know, kind of, you know, uh, taking a step back kind of thing, but you know, journal media, gaming media journalists should be held to the same, you know, credentials and credibility as regular journalists. Although the, the mainstream media in general, I love them or hate them. 
even a lot of their actions are in question. So it almost feels like, you know, media in general is, is, you know, making their own rules as they go or, you know, doing things, however they see fit and, you know, damned be the, the rules and, and, you know, procedures or steps that they used to follow. Nowadays, it's like, it's better to be first than to be right or to be accurate. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look real quick. I want to address somebody in the chat here. Michael Squires says there, there was barely any walk back. So I don't know what y'all talking about, brother. Listen, um, I read verbatim the walk back, uh, but because you're challenging the theory, let me read some more for you. And this was reported by Hazardor Gaming, one of my favorite places to get actual gaming news because he's amazing. Like I said, he's up there with the Peter Ovos. He's up there with the Idle Sloths. The uh, So, I, I again, you're not following Hasdor Gaming. Let me break down this for you, specifically, Michael. Tom Warren on the Indiana Jones rumors with Tom Henderson and Jeff Grubb with Gears of War rumor coming to other platforms. Well, let me read it for you because I'm all about evidence-based conversation. Tom Warren says this. If Microsoft hasn't been considering Indiana Jones or PlayStation 5, they could come out and say that, but they but they have. So they can't say that. The key is whether actually it happens, which I made super clear wasn't it that it wasn't set in stone. Tom Henderson replies, "Well, I was going to say that unless I unless I missed something. You both said that XYZ is being considered aka not set in stone, referring to other weird rumors." On, on the making shit up part. Well, I got more for you. He adds, this is Jeff Grubb. And very much, and I guess he was responding to both Tom Henderson and Tom Warren, and Jeff said this, and very much not set in stone, just conversations about Gears of War. Like even the people having those conversations don't know what they're going to do. So uh, you got to remember, folks, this was reported and that is considered a walk back. I mean, do you want someone to actually come out and say it? Because I think I read it pretty clear uh, of what exactly is happening. So these are conversations that apparently were had, whether or not they come to fruition, which I don't think they're going to. I think it's going to be a curated first party lineup, potentially, again, Hi-Fi Rush and Sea of Thieves. I don't see a need or a world where a Gears of War that has been exclusive to a platform or at least two platforms needs to go to PlayStation. PlayStation gamers don't freaking buy their own first party games. And by the way, PS, by the way, they don't play multiplayer. Uh, sorry, Agent. boom. Uh, yes, sorry, boom. Breaking That's news right. official Xbox podcast, February 15th, 2024. 12 PM PT, 3 PM ET, 8 PM GMT. Nice. So that's, where they're going to uh, talk about uh, all the updates on Xbox business. Uh, and it's a podcast podcast. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. it's the Xbox podcast. That's, that's yeah. uh, John with, uh, that's done with um, uh, Jeff Rubenstein. And what is uh, the female's name? She's pretty awesome. Oh my God. Why am I trying to or... Yes. Yes. She actually mm-hmm. XIGN uh, uh, employee, by the way. Yeah, um, um, and Sarah Bond and Matt Booty are going to be there with Phil. So oh, um, I don't know. This seems interesting. I like this. Can we talk about that? Is that a thing we talk about? 
Uh, I mean, we, we, we certainly could. Um, yeah, obviously, yeah. that is breaking news. So thank you for the hot take. Uh, February 15th, which obviously is going to be Wednesday. Um, and this is going to be done at 12 p.m. Pacific. I think we're going to try and cover that live here on this. Pro- what we, we will tune into their podcast and watch it live, folks. Uh, I'll make the announcement. Again, I originally said that we, we might do something on Wednesday, depending on the information. Well, Gamsley, here it is. Here is the information. This comes awesome. directly. It comes directly. Thank you again for the hot breaking news update. Uh, and I'll read verbatim. Xbox, um, join us for a special edition of the official Xbox podcast. Uh, here from Phil Spencer, Sarah Bond, and Matt Booty as they share updates to the Xbox business. This is big. So you know what? I'm going to pivot from this uh, walk back because, you know, obviously this is breaking news. Gams, I'm going to go to you right, right immediately. But before we get to you, and before I forget, because I'm an old man, folks, I want to take want to take a second to obviously throw it out there. Uh, as you know, we're a small YouTube channel. We're closing in on 15K. We're very, very careful about who we partner with. Um, and we, again, like I say this all the time, we get a lot of offers. Uh, per week, we don't act on those offers because if I'm not using the product, then I'm not going to try and sell you the product because I don't think that's right. That's 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 not the way we do business here. But one product that we did decide to partner with next last year, and that was the Valari gaming pillow. Now, normally, again, when they reached out to me, I'm like, eh, th- does it actually work? So they challenged me. Said, "Listen, can, can we send you a pillow?" I said, "All right. How 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 bad or or good could this thing be? We'll see." Well, if you didn't know, uh, I am surgically repaired uh, on my spinal cord, L four L five S one fused. So there are days like today, kind of kind of it sucks because I, sometimes I can't get out of my own way. So one of the things that takes a hit is gaming because obviously you're sitting for long periods of time. You're hunched over. And your posture isn't the greatest. So days like that, gaming isn't that, that 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 much fun. It's more painful than anything. So when they sent me the pillow, I tried it out. And I'm like, holy shit, this thing actually works. And the pillow that I currently use is the one that was gifted to me by King David of the Iron Lords. It's an Iron Lord podcast branded pillow, which is dope. It's gold and black, and it's got the gold trim. It's pretty dope. Um, and we decided that we were going to in fact partner with them and we have and uh again i'm not a cue card kind of a guy i think it kind of loses a bit of uh, of what you're trying to sell so i had um a commercial made by sean labrie very talented artist that has reformed this channel and uh i have a 35 second commercial i like to run for you uh, and if you are interested, go, the, the, the show notes have the link directly to the Valari Gaming Pillow. And if, and if you decide to buy one, all you have to do is use DBG, short for Double Barrel Gaming 15, at checkout, and you'll save 15% off your entire order. So check it out, folks. Here you go.
All right. And there is a commercial, folks. 35 seconds of your life. Hopefully you didn't tune out. We have over a thousand people here, which is pretty dope. So thank you to the 1000 people that have tuned into this live show. Uh, obviously, uh, the commercial is what it is. Again, it's we don't we haven't partnered with anyone else. We're very again, we're very, very particular about who we partner with because it took a long time to build a brand and we're not going to hold the brand out. We're just not doing that. Um, but these these fine folks are a small mom and pop business. Kind of like, well, Double Barrel Gaming. And again, because I use it personally when I game, and I can tell you that it works, that's why we're selling the pillow for them. Uh, again, on, at checkout, use the code DBG15 at checkout, and you'll save 15% off of your entire order. Uh, so, um, Gams, let's go right to you, brother. Breaking news. Um, this is this is Grant. Uh, we're not in the dark anymore. Um, it happened, uh, I, I believe it was at 1 p.m., which, of course is 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific time, which is California time. Um, I'm happy that we have uh, information. One of the things I find, uh, for me, and I saw a lot of people talking about this, and I do want to I do want to bring this up before we bring, bring you in and get your point. Um, some of the conversations that we had and some of the concerns I personally had was last year, we closed out the year sarah bond was promoted to the uh to the president of xbox um one of the concerns that i personally had and some of the conversations that i saw on the online that were a little bit a little gross for me was blaming sarah for this craziness when i i i never got that once so i'm actually happy that the three people that are going to be there are course sarah she's the president of xbox she should be there but i think that it's even more important that phil and matt booty are going to be there because if any arrows are going to be flung it should be it should hit everyone now we don't know what they're going to say they're going to give us the business update i'm going to be honest with you gamsley i'm still a little weird about that like the you know the terminology is a little perplexing uh the i've i've been covering xbox for six years i've never heard of a business update but it's it's fine i guess this is where they're going to tell us you know what is going third party what's staying first party what are your 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 thoughts on, on the confirmation that this wednesday there's going to be this podcast with an explanation to all of us as gamers okay so it's a podcast format so that's quite interesting so there there's going to probably be a lot of bounce uh, of questions and bouncing off each other and, and talking realistically. I, I think this is like really nice. I, I like that they're, this is not like a corporate thing because yes. us as gamers were really scared of like them coming out and being all corporate and talking around in a circle. Being a podcast seems interesting to me because there's going to be, I would guess, bouncing, like real time bouncing and real emotions and um, seeing some things slip maybe. So uh, why not? I like I like that Sarah Bond's there. Uh, they wouldn't shoot her under the bus. I Her yes. being there suggests to me that it's not all going to be crazy news, right? Because she's she's going to be faced with it. Um, I... I booty being there and phil being there this is this is quite big because all the big arms are there right so surely surely we're gonna get some sort of hey you know these things are gonna go places and thing these things aren't because if 
I mean, it's hard to believe that everything is going to go everywhere day and date, but uh, we're, we're about to find out. Uh, let's go through some multiverses. Let's make it fun. If I can, I'm going to ask Fuzzy. So in your little multiverse of this podcast happening, what do they discuss and how do they discuss it? I, I was thinking about this for a little bit. And um, one of the things I think they talk about is the case by case basis stuff that they yes. brought up in the past. Um, and I, I think that will still hold true, um, but they're going to surprise us with something that might piss off some fans. And we'll probably would that give be? them some cheers at the same time. He, hear me out. They're gonna yeah. the, the first case by case that they're gonna do, and this is a long shot, but bear mm -hmm. with me. Certain affinity has been working on a BR, a Halo BR. That's the oh. one that goes everywhere. That's the one that oh. they put out there to squash something like a Helldivers 2, possibly. We'll see. Okay. But I'm 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 thinking in my multiverse, that's that's one of the things. Now, if my multiverse is bad news related, they give us the skinny on ABK and new titles come into Game Pass with a six-month to 12-month delay. Mm. That would be like more you know, lemons. I guess we could turn it into lemonade some sort of <laughs> way, but that would be my, my lemon out of the announcement kind of thing. But I think overall... They'll also discuss, you know, upcoming hardware, the way that they want yeah. this, uh, the ecosystem to expand. So for those that are, you know, in households with multi devices, whether it's an Xbox, a PC, a PlayStation or Switch, you'll be able to play your games across all of them if you already have it on Xbox. Um as far as your Xbox games, third party games, they probably won't have that ability to do that type of deal, obviously, because of it, you know, licensing. But I think the other thing that they might kind of pseudo announce would be like the family plan in a weird way mm. where let's say, for example, you already bought um, Gears of War on your Xbox or you're subscribed through Game Pass. Your kid has a Switch, wife has a PlayStation 5, you have your Xbox. All three of you can be in the same game at the same time with just the one copy or just your one subscription of game pass. That would be the carrot that kind of smooths things over a bit. Um, but I, I think that would be the selling point. Or if your friends are already on PlayStation and have no, you know, in, inkling of wanting to get an Xbox, but they sign up for, let's say game pass or something like that. You send them a friend link. They can join your game via streaming on their PlayStation or via streaming on mm. their, their switch. I think that would be kind of cool in a weird way, but I, I think that would be the, the pros, the cons being the ABK being the six month delay possibly. And then, you know, something that will probably be talked about for eons until it's released would be, you know, maybe that, that halo BR being playable anywhere. Just a thought. Cool. Cool stuff. It's really interesting that we talk about like the cross. We don't talk about that much, but you know, PlayStation doesn't like cross play and cross saves well, they and all that for stuff. It. That's why, yeah, they yeah. actually charge for it, which is yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't like that because they know the future is multi devices. They yeah. they know, but they want to lock you down, and that's why I also think that Xbox has a hand up because everybody wants cross play to work. But once that cross play works. <laughs> 
people are going to start being like, oh, wow, okay, but I'm going to buy the Xbox games and I'm going to go to Game Pass and it's going to play nice on my PlayStation or whatever. And they don't like that association. So anyways, yeah. uh, can I get into like my little multiverse? And can Please, I that go ahead and give, 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 give us your hot take on it? Okay, so in in the good multiverse, we have exactly, you know, a, we have basically what the structure is now. Okay, so we have the structure of Game Pass is our mission. Here, uh, here are the games that are gonna have Game Pass. Uh, sorry, Xbox Studios games are gonna be you know exclusive forever. So we're gonna have Gears of Wars exclusive, Halo's exclusive, so on and so on. Maybe the multiplayer stuff goes somewhere else, but for the most part, those things close to the vest. And obviously, like they've said before, Sea of Thieves, you know, again, multiplayer, Elder Scrolls multiplayer, all that goes other places just to grow awareness of of set service. Um, And then when it comes to Bethesda games, they're going to say those things are going to be six months to two years, depending on which titles. I would say stuff like uh, Hi-Fi Rush and the double you know the indie style feeling kind of stuff like pentamint and all that stuff those things are going to go to other places six months later okay uh the big things like starfield and indiana jones uh coming from bethesda those are going to go like two years and they have to make it clear. They're going to two years down the line, you might see a Starfield on a PlayStation. But guess what? Day and date, Game Pass. That never changes. When it comes to ABK, ABK is going to be Call of Duty everywhere. The downside, Call of Duty is going to be um, not in Game Pass. That's the caveat that they're going to hit us with. That's possible for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're gonna hit. They're gonna probably hit us with that. That's my multi. This is this multiverse that I'm talking about. Um, so they're gonna come out. Call of Duty's everywhere. Blah blah blah. We're gonna sell that a la carte. But everything else, Game Pass Day One. Same thing as Bethesda. Smaller titles, six months go to other platforms. Bigger titles, a year to two two years. That's what they're gonna say. They're also gonna go with so that's going to be the miss the the message look this is how we're going to expand that's going to be the idea game pass is never going to change day and date pc blah 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 blah. how they pad all of this they're going to say and guess what we heard you hardware not going away this is why and they're going to give you that little roadmap of the the xbox pro or whatever that's going to come out They're going to give you that, and then they're going to circle that little handheld. They're going to be like, guess what? We have a little special thing. It's called a handheld. We're going to the handheld market. We believe that this is a good way to expand. Blah, blah, blah. There it is. And then at the end of it all, this is my heart. This is the old fuck moment. They're going to say, you know what? And don't you worry. As for partnerships, that's what you're worried about. Square Enix is on board. Don't worry about it. They're actually gonna become they're actually gonna be third party buddies. Sega, Capcom, all that stuff. We have already talked to them. Contracts are being made. You can expect Square Enix games, Capcom games, Sega games, all coming to that freaking Xbox day and date. Don't worry about it. And then they're gonna mic drop and walk away. That's my heart scenario. <laughs> and that's my little multiverse. No, that's gonna it, happen. It, it, it's well which, thought out, Gamsley. Yeah, well which, thought out. 
which might not happen, but that's my little heart nugget, you know, right at the end for the third party. If that happens, everybody's happy. It explodes. We're all good. Bad part. Yeah. Here's my bad. Here's my bad multiverse. They say, well, guess what? Day and date Xbox not happening anymore, right? We're going to go a la carte with Activision uh, things and um, everything else will stay exclusive, but you're going to have to buy it or wait six months. And that's the bad side of things, which in my head contradict, like in my head, this doesn't make sense. And it's so far out there that I don't even think it's possible, but that's my bad um, scenario. I mean, listen, well, well broken down from both Fuzzy and Gamsley. Uh, my, my, my quick thoughts uh, before we uh, read the last couple of Super Chats and we get everyone out of here, because, folks, this is just a 90-minute show. Uh, I was under the impression, real quick, that it was going to be 12 p.m. ET. Uh, it's not. It's 12 p.m. Pacific time, meaning it would be 3 p.m. We're probably not going to cover it on this channel that day. We're probably going to watch it ourselves and react to it, uh, I'll be, obviously, we have a Thursday show called X-Vlog Live. That is at noon. Um, I may come back in the evening, but I, I don't know. There's a lot of people that do shows on Thursdays, and I kind of don't want to step on anyone's toes. Um, obviously, P- uh, PM and the PM, they're going to be they're gonna be reacting to it, obviously. Maybe I can even jump on with them for a few. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but in regards to the channel covering it, We'll probably cover it that Thursday afternoon, and by then we'll have all of the articles, all of the opinions, all of the clarification. Um, and I may just sit back and, and watch it as a fan, um, but we'll see. Well, I, I'll, I'll keep you you fine folks updated. My my thoughts and theories, and and I want to give a shout out to Stuff Sean, not only because he dropped a very generous two pound super chat. This actually makes tremendous sense. He says his thoughts on how this podcast is going to go. And it's, I think he's spot on folks. He says, Phil Spencer will be there to discuss strategy. Hardware will come the way of Sarabon, which makes again, perfect sense. And gaming or the games wise is going to be Matt booty is where he's going to speak. I think that is spot on. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think that that's how it should be broken down. Phil Spencer should, um, give us uh, his spiel, if you will, on the strategy of Xbox, confirming, denying, you know, putting out the fires of what is going to be considered. Uh, what are say? What is he going to tell us? What What are the sacred cows? What can't be touched? You know, is he going to come out and say straight up, "Listen, uh, we, we 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 read all the messages, we heard you. Gears of War not going anywhere." Forza, not going anywhere. Halo, not going anywhere. I think he actually needs to do that, to be honest with you. Because there are, again, there are certain games that are considered pillars of each platform. We know the Nintendos. We know the pillars of PlayStation. And I think it's safe to say that we know the pillars of Xbox. And these three happen to be some of the oldest standing ones that we own, right? As, as Xbox fans, you know that if you want to play these games, sure, you could play them on PC, but you, when you, you equate these titles with an Xbox, I don't think that should change. I think there is something to be said about certain other newer titles, uh, like a Hellblade. 
Hellblade shouldn't go anywhere. That that's going to be one of those genre defining games. Wouldn't you want that associated with your brand? I mean, I I, I would. Perfect Dark's another one. Fable is another one. That to me is a sacred cow, if you will, or a pillar. That that should, if you want to play it, buy a freaking Xbox or go play on your rig. You shouldn't make it easy for anybody. I, I'm sorry. These are certain games that if you want people to associate your brand, especially if you're trying to sell a service like Game Pass, it makes sense to have these big bombastic titles that are associated with the platform that this service is available on. Because we know Game Pass isn't going to Nintendo and it's not going to PlayStation because they don't want it there because it's going to challenge their own service. It's not going to happen. Um, so great, great, great points of contention and conversation stuff, Sean. Uh, we have here Michael Mooney drops an additional, very generous five-pound super chat. And he says, were some of the rumors actually traps placed by Microsoft HR trying to find leaks, but they got out of contr- got out of hand? I mean, it's possible. It, it's it's certainly possible. But I mean, that would be man. Those are extreme. That was extreme. I mean, a lot of people were real bent out of shape. People are still bent out of shape. I, I don't know. Uh, could it have gotten out of control? That's a great point, Michael. Fantastic point. Uh, Web Dave is in here. Dave, congratulations on his new gig. He says, Fuzzy Boom Gamsley, great show. Everyone, please hit the like button. Let's go. Thank you, Dave, for being here, brother. Super appreciate it. We miss you already. Um, we have here Andrew Cullian, who's been a channel member for three months. So, Andrew, thank you for the outstanding support. He says, it takes work to put a game on another platform. I hope this doesn't take teams away from working on the next big thing or their own small projects. I mean, that's a... Freaking great point because again, unless it was already made, you are technically. I mean, when they make these games, they're building them on PC, right? They're building them for PC, they're building them for Xbox. If you add another platform or two to the conversation, the games are going to take longer for sure. That's a great point. Uh, El Monte drops a very generous five dollar super chat and says, But why would people buy an Xbox if that's what they're going to do? People on other platforms are just going to wait like PC people do. I mean, it's, it's look, um, I'm right there with you, El Monte. I, I, I think that, again, there are, if some games make sense. Your, your, your gas games, like, like, again, I'm not an analyst, so I don't know. Did, have they hit their, their, their ceiling on console for Sea of Thieves and, and PC? You'd like to think not if they consistently update it, right? And they're constantly bringing new people into into the into the fray. Um, Hi-Fi Rush. How many people on PlayStation are going to buy that game? I, I don't know. They like single-player games, which is why I have a PlayStation 5. I like single-player games. Um, does it make sense on Nintendo? Mm, you know, Nintendo, it, I've heard this. Uh, it looks like a Nintendo game. It looks like a PlayStation game, but it doesn't look like an Xbox game. That, to me, is just confusing, but it's fine. Um, I, f- For personal reasons, I don't like the Hi-Fi Rush one, and I'm going to tell you why. I've said this before, and I'll close this out and we'll get everyone out of here. The reason why I don't like the Hi-Fi Rush one is because, not because I want to be this ambassador for keeping games off other platforms that's not the case but because 
Chai and the and his cast of characters that are in that game, I find they're incredibly appealing and special. And I think that that they can equate to other forms of media, that transmedia that we're always talking about, you know, film, books, manga, anime, graphic novels, toys, you know, throw, throw your favorite piece in there. I just think that the, this is, it has a chance if they, if they would have really sold the game. And I, I love the shadow drop aspect of it, but we didn't see any real marketing on the back end of that. If this game would have been properly marketed, maybe we're not even having this conversation. I, I honestly don't know. But at the end of the day, folks, look, uh, we have a date. It's going to be Wednesday, 3 p.m. Eastern, the Xbox podcast, which is obviously Microsoft run. We know that the three big, uh, the three bigs, if you will, are going to be there. Sarah Bond, Phil Spencer, and of course, Matt Booty. I think that we're going to get the clarifications that we want. I agree with Gamsley. It seems to be in a better setting. It's a podcast setting where they're going to be asked the questions. I mean, come on. It's, it's, it's not going to be live like this show is. It's going to be pre-taped. But they're going to have the answers that we know we're, that we as fans are looking for. But ladies and gentlemen, a big thank you to over 1,000, actually closer to 1,100 people we had here. That is just crazy. So a big thank you for being here. If you're finding the channel for the first time, I ask humbly that you consider subscribing. I do this Monday through Friday. Uh, I don't miss a show normally. Obviously, there's a bit of a holiday this Wednesday, and I'd, rather, I'd like to spend some time with Mrs. Boom, and obviously she'd like to spend time with me, and of course, giving everyone to kind of spend time with their loved ones. Uh, and then normally we don't miss a show, but we're not going to be doing a live show uh, on Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. for primetime gaming. We're going to take the evening off. But if you're finding the channel and you like the conversation that we have, please just consider subscribing. We're on the hunt for 15K. Super appreciate that. Let's get everyone out of here. We'll start first with Fuzzy Belvedere. Brother, sell the brand. Your goal, or at least our goal here on this channel, is try to get your channel to 500 subscribers. Um, and obviously, I say this all the time, folks, and I'm not, I'm not BSing you. If you want great videos... If you want great conversation regarding the racing genre, well, there's no one better in the business than Fuzzy Belvedere. Tell them where they can subscribe and more importantly, find you on social media. Oh, just thank you so much for the kind words, Boom. Always a pleasure to be on here with you guys. Greatly appreciate everything you do for the community and, and the opportunity you provide to so many creators out there. It's it's. It's definitely uh, uh, appreciated. Uh, greatly appreciate everyone that checked us out today and, and interacted with us in the chat. Even if we agree to disagree, <laughs> it was respectful. And, and everything you know that you hear for the next few days until Xbox comes out Thursday, we'll just take it with a grain of salt. Let Xbox do, uh, do all the talking come Thursday, and we, we can move forward from there. Um, but outside of that, if you want to hear my rambles and rants on anything gaming related, just follow me on the app formerly known as Twitter at fuzzy underscore Belvedere. Uh, you can also find me on YouTube. Just do a search for fuzzy Belvedere. You'll find my channel doing a lot of racing and either Forza or GT seven. Uh, probably need to do some more of uh, this motor fest stuff. I, I kind of been holding off for a bit, but uh, it's fun, dude. I mean, again, it's, it, it it's not look, it's, 
is it Horizon 5? It is not, uh, but it's still fun. And if you pay for a subscription like I do for Ubisoft Plus, you should download it and at least give it the old college effort. Yeah. No, but uh, for those that want to see other places on map, uh, just check out FSP on Fun Speculations channel later on tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tonight. And then on Friday morning, look forward to seeing you guys here again in uh, the chat at Double Barrel Gaming at 10 a.m. for Breakfast with Boom. Look forward to seeing you there. Thanks again. Thank you so much. And Gamsley, you have been busy because you have teamed up with not only yourself, but Deadly Headley and Asa. You do a podcast. Well, I think it's a couple of podcasts a week, but your main one is a show that Asa, or Game on Asa, launched. Why don't you tell us about that podcast, sell the brand, get more people to check you, you and the guys out. And more importantly, where could people find you on social media? Yeah, before before I do that, uh, I have to shout out chat because they're, they're saying 15th is a Thursday. And I don't know if I said Wednesday, but I just let the world burn. But yes, Thursday at Thursday the 15th, by the way, yeah, yes. uh, is when the show is there. I kept uh, saying, which, so, yeah, that, that's my fault too, because Wednesday is yeah. Valentine's Day, and I don't know how I equated that. So, yeah, again, <laughs> thanks for the clarification. It is going to be this yeah. Thursday, not Wait. Wednesday, which of course is Valentine's Day. Good grief. Which that's my fault. Exactly goal. lands on uh, our show, the Xbox Series podcast, live every Very nice. at 3 p.m. EST. Uh, you could find that at Gaming. Uh, Arcadia on uh, YouTube. I'll send the link like right now in the channel. Uh, and you could find me every Monday right here at 12, uh, <laughs> 12 p.m. EST every Monday. Well, well, appreciate you being here. And obviously, check out his new show uh, uh, with yeah. real. Oh, I'm not done. I'm not okay, done yet. Uh, make in. sure you, you come uh, listen to us talk on Thursdays because you could see Asa fail to say Mocha. Just, just saying. If you like, or Asa, <laughs> come, 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 watch him struggle with English. It's a beautiful thing. Oh man, that's funny. Well, I mean, listen, he, he, we love Asa. We love the work you guys are doing over there. It seems like a fun show for sure. Um, and uh, listen, folks, again, this Thursday, twelve, uh, uh, twelve p.m. Pacific time. That is going to be three p.m. Eastern. It is the big explanation. Uh, I'm again. Pardon that. That was outside. Uh, the, the truck was very loud for some reason. Listen, folks. Again, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I'm happy that we're going to get some clarification. I know there's going to be some talk. Why wait to the end of the week? I think Fuzzy, you said it perfectly. I hope you're not right about the bad news. Usually that's Friday, so people can stew on it on the weekend. Uh, I, again, I, I think that this is what we've been asking for, and all three of the bigs, if you will, are going to be there to clarify exactly what this new business model looks like. And I, I really have to harken back to, um, let's see, uh, that, that was Stuff Sean who said Phil Spencer uh, is going to be, well, again, his opinion would be strategy, uh, Sarah uh, Bond would be hardware, which we know she's in charge of, and Matt Booty would be the games, and I think that is just a brilliant point. I, I think that is really how it's going to go down. We'll know more on Thursday. I'm just glad that we have a date. We're not waiting in limbo to hear when the date is. We have the date. It is Thursday, and uh, we'll know uh, a lot about it uh, you know, in a couple of days, so now we can all kind of just take a step back. 
Um, I would caution everyone before we start listening to any rumors. Let's just all take a step back. Let the talking heads do what they're supposed to do. Talk. Give us the update. And I guess until then, we can just speculate and talk about games, which is there's a lot to get into. Um, And um, that's going to do it for the Xbox Lunch Break Special. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And, of course, for Fuzzy Belvedere and Gamsley, I want to say a big thank you for everyone that tuned in today. A big thank you to all of the Super Chats that continue to come in, as well as, of course, the channel memberships that allow Mrs. Boom and I to do the big giveaways. We have quite a few of them coming this year. Um, and uh, we couldn't do that without uh, both of the supports, both Super Chat and through channel memberships. And, of course, I'm going to close out today's show with something that's incredibly important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you folks, something that my dad taught us when we were kids, and he would say, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, care, everyone, and we'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special.